A florist's world is filled with big-budget, Instagram-worthy moments, leaving so many florists feeling inadequate or discouraged because this isn't the type of work that they're attracting. But the bigger issue I see florists struggle with is being overwhelmed and exhausted and frankly, counting down the days till the end of wedding season. If you are struggling keeping up with the day-to-day -day details of your business like proposals, ordering product, client meetings, and then getting this week's wedding done, all while trying to balance kids, a day job, self-care, and whatever else gets thrown your way, I'm Jenny Beck, and I am going to help you feel so much lighter in your business. I believe that today you can start to change your business and your life, and I'm here to help. Whether this is your side hustle, your mom hustle, or your everyday hustle, this podcast is the place for all the juicy details of creating a business you adore. Flower friend, my name is Jen, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, flower friends. This is Jen, and you're listening to the Floral Hustle Podcast. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about business basics. Something that I run into a lot is florist cutting corners when it comes to running and operating their business. And some of those things can be very expensive mistakes or could be very um, big mistakes that just cause a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of like disappointment or just some challenges that you can run into. So I want to talk about some of those things and explain how easy this potentially could be for you to remedy that. So one thing that I see a lot of is florists not having business insurance. And you might be saying, well, why do I need that? What do I need it for? Just like anything in wor the world, uh, you're driving a car, you're driving a motorcycle, you have a house. Insurance is there to protect you. And with that protection, there comes a small monthly fee. But that fee is a lot cheaper than a potential liability if something in happens in your business and you are having to pay for it personally. A lot of people that I've met with, they just they don't think they need it. They don't think that the liability is there. They don't have the funds to take on that type of expense. It is, in my opinion, so cheap and so worth it because most florist plans are anywhere from $25 to $35 per month. So you can pay this monthly and then you have the peace of mind of having coverage, of having your yourself protected. And in my market in Minnesota, we are having venues who are starting to require you to have insurance. They will not let you be a vendor at their venue unless you have insurance. And with that is, if, if you go to them and say, I don't have it, it projects a level of seriousness or lack of seriousness in your business. It projects a lack of professionalism because these are venues that have spent millions of dollars and their insurance is obviously a lot greater because their liability is is greater with having the public there and all those things. But 
here it is, somebody that wants to come to their wedding venue and they're not even investing in protecting basic things. I've personally talked to venue managers that are just floored that somebody hasn't got insurance. They just it, don't understand. Do I think some venues are completely unrealistic by the coverages they are demanding? We have a venue here that I had to several times call and personally list them on my insurance, on my business insurance as a a co-insured part of my insurance. My insurance is a tad different than a traditional floors plan. And I'm spending, I think it's 80 or 800 and $40 for the year. And how it's different is in my state, and I don't know if it's just my state or if it's just State Farm's policy, since I am operating my business out of a, the garage is my studio. The garage is a detached structure, so it is not connected to my house in any way. With running a business out of it, it voided my homeowner's insurance. So running a business period in my detached structure voided my homeowner's insurance on the structure. So my current insurance covers the structure if something happens to it. It, Even if you're just sort of operating it, they were pretty clear to me if there's any business stuff in that space that voids my insurance. So I would always, if you are running a home-based business, check with your insurance to make sure, for one, this doesn't mess up anything with your homeowners or your renter's insurance. For two, that you're just covered when it comes to operating a business out of your home. Often, There are loopholes and things like that around your operating it, just the actual flowers potentially out of that, but you're not meeting with people in your home. So maybe you're meeting people in Zoom or you're meeting people at a coffee shop. Whatever your process is, I would share that with your insurance company so that you just know and there's peace of mind that you're covered. So having business insurance to me is very important. And I personally have my insurance through State Farm. State Farm has a florist policy. It literally says florist policy on the outside of it. And so it was really easy because that is a streamlined policy that they had. I had one of my coaching clients go and get that same thing. And it was $35 a month because she wasn't having to cover the structure separately. All right, next thing. Having a tax ID number. I don't know why so many people are hesitant to do this. I see in Facebook groups all over, people are like, where do you get flowers from when you don't have a tax ID? It's like, why in the hell don't you have a tax ID number? To me, this is a basic business tool to be able to go and buy wholesale so you are not paying sales tax twice so easy to do. I've done it just over the computer. I've set up a whole business just not leaving my home before. So it it is a very easy process. You can get a sales tax ID number for your state. 
If you want to get a federal EIN number, that would also be great just so you have all of your different numbers so you aren't personally putting your Social Security out there for things that require an EIN. Because when you don't have an EIN, you use your personal Social Security card. So having that in place is so easy. You do have to make sure you are filing accordingly. And so if you sign up for quarterly sales tax, you need to make sure that you're putting in your calendar reminding yourself that I need to do quarterly sales tax. If you are needing um, to do annual sales tax because your sales are lower, making sure you put a reminder in to go and file so that you're not hit with penalties for not doing so. Maybe you want to do monthly. Whatever it is, just make sure you have a plan to keep consistent with it. All right. Then the other thing is properly setting up your business. I have seen in a lot of the Facebook groups that I am, people are operating this under their own personal name because they feel it is some big leap to actually have a business. You often, if your business is small enough, can do a addendum piece in your taxes, but still have a business name and make that process very easy and streamlined. You don't need to have a corporation to run your business. My business right now is a corporation. And I have it as a corporation because I want to protect our assets. I want to have the business as separate as possible. But I also want to reduce my tax liability. And by running an S-Corp, I am reducing my tax liability by having things funnel in anything beyond any revenue beyond me paying myself a reasonable salary is funneled into that line. So it is super easy to have a formal business. You can do it on a Secretary of State's website. And then you just have that added protection. We did not hire a lawyer to run through because the state that I live in helps walk you through starting up your corporation very easily online. But just setting up a regular like sole proprietorship is even easier. Right, the next thing, workman's comp. If you are in the United States, you need to have workman's comp. You need to have unemployment filed for. These are things that my tax person who is helping with my payroll literally takes care of it for me. I don't have to do anything. They go and they send me an email. We want to make sure you have money to, to pay this. The answer is never no. I'm like, yep, go ahead. And then they go in and set up that money transfer and payment for those two items. And I know that I'm being compliant. I know that I'm being covered if something happens. And so it is not very expensive to do. And I just have that added protection. I've actually also had a venue demand documentation of me having workman's comp which seems like it's way outside their bounds of what is okay, but that is a requirement to be at their venue, which is crazy. Those two things are payroll type things that I have help from my person 
implementing my payroll. But there are tons of payroll companies that can help you take care of those types of things. But just making sure that you are, you know, dotting your I's and crossing your T's from a coverage standpoint is so helpful because you feel this sense of relief. Like what happened if you got hurt? What happened if if something bad happened? Uh, you fell off a ladder. You did whatever. Like those things having that coverage for is so helpful. Not just from having them, but like I feel so much more at ease knowing that I have I have coverage. I'm not like stressing about if something happened because for one, that's out of my control. And I can only control what I can control. And so why add extra stress when you don't need it? So pretty easy, but seems to be hard for many business owners. All right, next thing, having a professional proposal. And I know this seems, well, why do I need that? Like, I can just tell them the pricing. Having a proposal that is visually driven is helping you cover your butt so somebody doesn't garner the expectation of photos they've seen and not put it together with, with this is what this is actually going to look like. So it helps you deliver and them understand the sizing, the everything of uh, an item, it helps them visually picture it more and that is going to help you sell it more. So it's really a a kind of a, a step process. Like I'm clarifying expectations. I'm selling it visually so they can get excited about it and I can then print it and I have the inspiration to make the order off of. So it is a great tool to help elevate your business. You can put your logo and branding on it, but also it is making you look like a professional. You are looking like you have a a real business and you are like running with the big boys because you have the, the template that makes you look like you are running a top-notch business. The last thing I'll just mention is this might sound really overwhelming to you. To have all these things in place might seem heavy. If it does, I have a freebie. It's at thefloralhustle.com forward slash starter. So this is like a starter kit that walks you through a million different things that you should be checking off your list to make sure that you have set them up. And with that, it actually just has checkboxes. So you can almost have a task list of everything you need to do to start your business. One last thing I'll touch on, and this isn't a has to have, but I think it is something that makes your business look so professional is your email address at being personalized to your website. So many floors. In my email list, there are so many blah, 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 florist name at gmail.com. I would say that 75% of the emails that are in my system versus jenny at greengoddessfloral.com or jenny at thefloralhustle.com. 
This seems really hard for many people as well because it is technology and technology is not always easy. But there are easy ways as long as you have your own website and you own the website name, you can take and go into Gmail and set up a personalized email address with your business name in it. If this is difficult, find a friend that is good at technology or good at these type of things. You have to go in and you have to grab something off the DNS server. And I've literally just had my husband do it and it's taken a few minutes. You get in a couple of days, you get the email that the connection is complete. And I think it's like six bucks a month from Gmail to have G Suite for businesses, which also gives you Excel, Google Drive, all the things. So well worth the $6 a month, in my opinion, but it's not that difficult either. I just think it's so professional when I see somebody's went the extra mile and that they're taking their business more serious because they've done the work to get their personalized email address. So head on over to thefloralhustle.com forward slash starter to get your starter kit that really will help you on just launch your business or really elevate your business to the next level with very easy, you know, just tasks to get, get taken care of so that you are putting your most professional foot forward. Thank you so much for listening, Flower Friend, and have an amazing Flower Filled Week. Friend, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found value or today's episode was helpful, please head to your podcast player of choice and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every week of new episodes. And while you're there, please go and leave a review. Reviews are so important for getting this message out to all of our other flower friends. Also, if you are wanting additional support, head on over to Facebook and join the Floral Hustle Facebook group which is a place for like-minded floralpreneurs wanting a more aligned and more profitable floral business. Flower friend, have a fun-filled flower week.